Anyway, happy birthday to Color Out the Box podcast, and hopefully we get to do a lot more episodes. Uh, number 35, Insecure and Networking in the City, because I find it interesting that women also attend networking events with, uh, you know, intent of pulling a little more than just business time. Congratulations on two years. My favorite episode was the staycation episode. It was a beautiful episode. It was really insightful and um, it just shows the real. So keep, keep up that realness, keep up that hard work, keep up, up that great work effort. And I'm looking forward to listening to the next 42. Happy birthday. Um, my favorite episode would be episode 10 which is the will I be okay if I never have children single women and babies episode because it just resonated happy anniversary and thank you for having us hello and welcome to color out of the box podcast and I'm Mo I'm Jay and we're finally back yes (laughs) It's been a while. I know. I think a few people thought like the pod was over. No. <laughs> we thought no. like we just finally just broke up. No. And we just will. decided not to talk to each other. <laughs> no. no. So yeah, so nice to see you, um Jay. Yeah, nice to see you as well. Yeah, we we actually haven't met up for quite a while actually. Yes. So we, yeah, we actually haven't seen which is probably why the podcast hasn't yes, happened. There's yeah. a lot of life that's been mm, getting in the way. So yeah. before we get into that, um you can find Colour Out the Bots on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Do follow us, subscribe to the pod. Yeah. We're available on all podcasting platforms. Plat- Platforms. platforms yeah that too mm-hmm. um and yeah so um jay what's your week been like or oh, what you've been up to it's, oh, it's more yeah. than a week since oh, we've recorded true, yeah. shamefully what have been up to um so same old work mm. um i think also what i've really been up to is trying to kickstart some of like just some passion projects oh really yeah what like what like with art like an art ah. guide for london That'd be so good. But for like African and Caribbean or African diaspora and art. Yeah. Yes. Basically, where's all the black stuff they've stolen? Okay, where to find it? Or what exhibitions? (laughs) Jay's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maybe (laughs) we're not going to go into that. (laughs) But just like new stuff that's happening Mm. where you can find the exhibitions or events. Okay. And stuff like that. So trying to get everything that's in my head that would be so good and then paper. would that be like printed or like an online it'll be online so nice. it would be i'm not sure whether to do a website or maybe start as a blog yeah just to see of like different exhibitions different exhibitions exactly because you know we had a conversation of like for like black women specifically mm-hmm. You know, yes. safe spaces to go. Yes, exactly. And you know that are like welcoming. Yes, and have things of interest to you. And we still need to do that. We actually yeah. should do that. Just like find like because we know we've been to a lot of places. We go to a lot of places as well. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even remember that. Oh, that place was actually a really cool place yeah, to exactly. hang out. Especially when you, you find know, from, somewhere like yeah. by accident as yes, well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, when you have that, when mm. you do have it up and running, then we should do an episode dedicated to it. And yes, then definitely. And then we'll see the launch of your yes. cultural art guide to London. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Watch out, time out. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, so a lot of my time has been taken up with the old work, mm-hmm. but also following my passion yeah, project. Yeah, because you've been doing that for a while. Yeah. yeah. So um, You've got a lot of different, yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things going 
going on. So my photography website, I'm going to be mm. launching that um, and um, hopefully focusing more on that. Yeah. Um, and then also the podcast as well. Yeah, so yeah. we have some really exciting things coming, mm. um, especially in the new year. So hopefully close to the time we'll get to talk about that. Yeah. But today is actually a very special occasion. Um, as you probably would have heard from the intro, it's our two anniversary. year anniversary. You know what oh, we should play? Let's right play glasses. We should also play Tony Tony Tones. It's our anniversary. Yeah, but I think it might get taken down. <laughs> we don't, I'll, we I'll don't have, have a look. Maybe if I could. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they would sue. So Some people know the song. Yeah, so you can sing it. <laughs> I just. I, yeah, I don't that was a snippet. Sing. I think that was even too much. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, if I can find it. But yeah, um, mm. so two years. Yes. Um, a lot of people have been asking, oh, great, two years. What happened to the one year anniversary? <laughs> that, that is. Well, you know, we didn't do it. <laughs> Did we not register that it was? You know what? Year? It was literally. I think we recorded an mm. episode, and then afterwards, I was like, "Oh yeah, we've been doing this for a year now." And I think I cause, don't remember. You know what it was? Year one, we yeah. were just a bit inconsistent. So right, you know, right. we would like we was kind of going between like every two weeks, and then sometimes doing it every week, and yeah. then we would, and then we sometimes go like big gaps. Mm-hmm. Hence why um, we've not got like fifty two episodes, which we should have. But um, the second year is when we've been like our most consistent. Consist- yeah. So yeah. Um, I was just like, right, the two year anniversary, yeah. which is crazy. That, that it's been, I can't, I can't believe it's been. You, if you hadn't said it was two years, I'd no. have been like, really? Yeah, two years of wow. doing this. So when we it's gone by fast. When we first started, um, Trump hadn't been elected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brexit had just happened or happened? No. Mm. When did Brexit happen? Because Brexit happened in like, because we recorded in like November. So Brexit happened in 2016. Yeah. So that's when we started. Yeah. Oh, we started after Brexit. Yeah, we started yes, after Brexit. Yes, after, after the vote. Um, so yeah, it was a different world. <laughs> <laughs> How things have changed, you know. We're still, we're still having to walk around and no flying cars just yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so... I was just like, okay, for the two year, mm. we should mark the occasion. Do something special. Yeah. So welcome everyone to our two year anniversary party. We have <laughs> snacks, we have non-alcoholic wine. <laughs> it's a celebration. <laughs> right. So um, why don't we get straight into what's been going on? So mm. I would say probably to start on a little bit of a somber note. Yeah. Kim Porter and yes. passing away. You know what? Yeah. That really hit me. I think it's hit a lot of people. People like people who obviously people who didn't know yeah. her personally, but just people I think for a lot of us who grew up in the nineties. Yeah. And who we we like we felt we were part of that culture, you know, listening to the music, growing up with exactly. the music. And her face was always, you know, in Vibe magazine or yeah, you know, in like the videos she... sometimes and I and also she's so young. She's so young. Like yeah. forty-seven yeah, yeah. is young. It's very young. So well, it's, I mean, not very young, but but it's no, young. as in like yeah, yeah. to just pass away like yeah, that. So yeah. I remember when the news broke. 
I just was like, oh, it's one of these, you know, when things trend on Twitter, it's yeah. just one of these like sick jokes, like mm. someone's like saying that she's died. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I ignored it. Mm. And then when people were like, oh no, she's actually passed away. I was just like, wow. That's, that's crazy. Crazy. And, and I, to die from pneumonia. Pneumonia. I mean, wow. Just... And you know, there's this whole thing of um, doctors mm. not believing black women in pain. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. there's been like a whole kind of, because you know, obviously Serena Williams almost died in childbirth yes, because yeah. like, a doc, you know, the doctors didn't believe yeah. her mm. um, and she had to be insistent. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, we don't have the full details exactly what mm. happened. Yeah. They're reporting pneumonia. Yeah. But, yeah, we don't know. But I just feel for her kids. It's so sad. Her kids are young. Yeah. They're quite, you know. Even her they're... eldest is young. Yeah, 27 like, is young. Yeah. To lose a parent. That's, yeah. That's quite, you know, you're still, you imagine that they're still going to be around. To see. To see you. Do, do things. Go through other milestones and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. And then she's got her twin girls. Yeah. And then all, yeah. obviously like Diddy, you know, some say mm. that she was really the true love of his life. I think so. Yeah. Because did you see he just posted something yeah, like yesterday? A, yeah, yeah, like um, he just basically posted like um, videos yeah. of them two together. But he said, you know, it was more than just soulmates. It was yeah. something beyond that. And and I believe that. Yeah, like, I You know, sometimes yeah. like you just meet someone and it's like, okay, yeah. you can't really So, um, birthday, co-birthday girl. <laughs> <laughs> terrible twos and all that yeah um one of the things that i was thinking about um on our first premiere episode yeah um we actually we talked about obviously trump being um because i don't think he'd won just yet it was the election time but we'd also talked a lot about brexit and obviously brexit is like you know big news at the moment Mm -hmm. Theresa may Mm -hmm. mm, she um i don't know she seems she did that speech outside um 10 down street yeah and she actually celebrated the end of free movement in the eu <laughs> like she said that this is a triumph and that um you know obviously i'm not gonna say what she said a word mm-hmm. for word but she she cited that as a benefit I didn't even watch it. Oh no, I watched yeah, it. Yeah. I watched it because I was just like, let me see what yeah. what she's gonna say. Mm. So, okay, Jay, how do you feel about it? As someone that is you're not British. Yeah. How do you feel about the whole situation? Um. So as a black European, I guess yeah. that's what we would call it. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. So to be honest, for the last couple of months, I've actually shut it out because I was just, mm. I just got tired of the whole narrative and I just yeah. got tired of... No, I don't blame you. And I just have, my stance is, you know, whatever they decide, it actually, my fate isn't really, in, is is not in their hands anyway. Mm. So that's sort of my take on it. But I will say that the deal they've got is actually not the deal that the Brexit Brexiters wanted, anyways. Mm. So when you say the, the people that w- wanted the us pe- to leave, the people, yeah, the people that wanted that voted to leave the EU, mm. the deal that they've now got is actually not. I don't the think deal. it's the deal that anybody wanted. Well, it's still. 
So in terms of you want to say who won, who lost, you would say that the Brexit is lost. Yeah. In a way, because the deal is just not what they had in mind at all. So there's that, and then with the free movement, I don't like. You can see the UK. It's that's just not going to work. It's just but not. They. That's. I was thinking about it, and I even tweeted it about it from Cut Out the Box mm-hmm. on Twitter, and um, I'm genuinely like I don't understand how this will work because there's a labour shortage in this yeah, country. Yeah. Um, a lot of businesses, so companies such as like Google. Mm-hmm. Um, is a good example into big international company yeah. they have headquarters here yeah in the in in england yeah so a lot of people that work in those types of business mm. are european um and also so you could how you deal with the rest of the eu as well yeah. hence why the uk england was such a good place to be it's yeah. a good hub well they're all going to move out so they're yeah. all moving out now yeah they're going to germany they're going to the netherlands yeah they're going to france so that's going that's already in place that's already happening companies are moving their yeah. hqs um so in terms of what europeans are going to be doing so we have to register right before okay. the end of june 2021 right okay we have to reg- register into some database or something okay okay and what else do you have to do um, so that's it, and that so to register in that database, that's just to make sure that you can still go to the GP. That kids, oh, right. if you have kids, they can register, get registered for schools. So all the basic like yeah. services, just make sure you have access to all of those services things. exactly. Which, to be fair, you pay for because you're yes, a you pay taxes taxpayer yes. of this country. Oh yeah, yeah, and a, con- a contributor <laughs> like, in so many ways. Yeah, yeah, like so, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway. I've got till June 2021 to decide if I'm going to stay in the UK or not. That was going to be my next question. Do you think it would be a consideration to maybe, like, move? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, obviously, you're from... um, Denmark, Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, like, a consideration to move Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think for Pete, especially for Europeans who maybe don't have, like, a super connection to the UK in terms of family and yeah. children right? yeah yeah so a lot of my friends they're married to you know UK citizens one way yeah. or the other and their children are born here yeah so that's a different here, they're yeah. grown up so that's a different conversation but for people who we don't have that you know super tight familial connections mm. I think people are going to be weighing up their options uh, def- and you know actually to my, my brother's here so yeah so you've <laughs> you got know, your brother so I've here I've got my brother here so yeah yeah I mean We'll see. It's, yeah. it's still a couple of years. Okay, see so what happens. Colour Out the Box could end in, what, 2021? <laughs> 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 or we just do it, like, remotely <laughs> somehow. <laughs> like, technology would have evolved yeah. by then. Because um, they, had to, they had to ask us at work. You know, the Home Office came yeah, in. To, really? Like, yeah, they're going round now. They're going round. Checking companies. on people. Well, not checking on people, but like, they're... What? They're having presentations on the whole to explain what to, to explain do. what to do to explain everything that's happening. Wow! And then HR is sending emails saying, "See, so you know what, what decision I, are you going to take?" To be you know? fair, I think because I've been so focused on how it affects me, mm. I've not actually thought about. And this is me being really honest: mm. someone like yourself that yeah. is 
almost like a instantaneous like effect on your life kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So you so people like yourself, like you were saying, yeah. um Europeans, yeah. black Europeans mm. will be making choices, like life yeah. choices. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I know a friend of mine, a Danish friend of mine, a black Danish friend of mine, she's moved back to Denmark. Okay. Already. Yeah. And, do you, and was that because of the whole Brexit situation? Mm. Or do you think that maybe Brexit was like a catalyst? It was probably a catalyst. It um, wasn't the main reason. Yeah. But it played a part. Because I get it. Because you're thinking, or oh, I might have to go anyway. So yeah. let me just go and set myself up. Yeah. I honestly think that it's going to... We're um, here in the UK. We are mm. heading for a recession. Um, yeah. Big time. Mm. And they're already talking about because there'll be a labor shortage so things like um nurses yeah that's already um that's people already like that work in like care homes yeah these jobs are notoriously filled by like you know like um people from europe yeah so mm. um yeah so they've already started to talk to countries like you know where they're going back to again where are they going the caribbean <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> well after they've, they've had the whole try, disaster with, with wind, the wind rush yeah trying to um that's get great. rid of people that are basically citizens of um, the UK send them back when this is their home now they're like hey come and be like a nurse midwife because that's where I have those people say no thank you I I I pray they don't yeah not not because we don't want people no no but but just to show them that this is well you've treated us this is of your own making yeah and you've treated the ones that came before so badly what do you think of like the idea of repeating the referendum like having the vote again um, do you know what? I don't think people would change their mind. I think I do. Be, do you think? Yeah. Really? I do. I do think people would change their mind. Because I don't think attitudes have changed. Because if, if we talk about the, the sort of um, real, the roots of Brexit, mm. it is like... No, I don't think attitudes will change. Yeah. I think... I think people still feel the same about like immigration. Yes, like people yeah. are gonna feel the same regardless. Yeah. But I think it's more kind of like thinking about themselves. Like you, you understand mm. now. People understand that this is a bad idea yeah. for the country. But I think the immigration factor is so much stronger. People have so like I, I emotional honest, feelings to it. I honestly think people would change their mind for the better of the country, yeah. but still have those same feelings. However, someone asked me actually, do you think? you know, they should um, repeat the referendum. I don't know, because Mm. then it kind of, it does kind of go against democracy. Yeah, yeah. Because you, um, as a country... Because the people have voted. They've voted. This is what they've chosen. So if you're a supporter of democracy, you kind of have to... Yeah. Now we have to just live with that. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. So, um, we'll keep you updated. Yes, it's still ongoing. So we know there's a deal right yeah we're not but it's quite not a very good one the details the that have come out yeah. so far don't look too great yeah oh yeah and also one last thing if we were to join back mm-hmm. it would cost us more <laughs> because the money that we were paying to the eu yeah was already on a discount <laughs> so now we would have to come back you know like it's like basically you was a member of the gym yeah yeah and you was on some you left. brilliant deal yeah and then you was like no nah, i'm gonna go join um i don't and know and then you're a new pure jo- gym. joiner <laughs> now you want to go back mm. to your old gym and they're like yeah yeah you can pay like the same as everyone else paying yeah. that introductory you know special rate you don't get it, it yeah exactly. and that's literally what yeah. the eu is saying yeah, and the EU will really, yeah. they'll really push it in. And be oh, like, yeah, you know. they're already like, oh, you need to leave. Yeah. <laughs>
you want it out like so i leave. beg just leave <laughs> literally that's what they've been saying to us oh gosh. Okay. you know what I, to, to be fair i just think the whole the west in general is is in it's decline a, it's a mess you know where yeah. you need to go go to china <laughs> that's the next superpower or brazil india brazil india mm. or the emerging or even emerging like economies. that whole like um east and west africa mm. that's i think that's where it is for tomorrow yeah, yeah. and i think for me i've already started to think about would this maybe this country is not going to be my home yeah. forever yeah oh well i know i definitely know it's not you're out of here (laughs) (laughs) okay um right so why don't we take a break and then let's talk about our podcasting highs and lows yes and also don't forget to share the podcast with your friends your neighbor your local news agent whoever (laughs) listens to podcasts and if they don't listen to podcasts show them how to listen as well and you know and you can find it on all the good podcasts and platforms platforms. like apple Podcasts, spotify we're on spotify remember that yes yeah um soundcloud soundcloud castbox acast all of them Mm. and everything and just always remember um color out the box is a conversation <laughs> simple conversation between friends <laughs> we're working on it we're working on it <laughs> but back to the episode so michelle obama's coming to london yeah to talk yeah. about her new book i'm a little bit um tense about it still so the south bank was having this event with Chimamanda. So South Bank for those that are overseas listeners, because we have those. Yeah. yeah. Um, is like a what do you call it? A cultural. Yeah, it's a cultural center. institution. Yeah. Cultural institution of music, art, theatre, mm. culture, everything. Yeah. So they're holding this event with Michelle Obama and Chimamanda, the yeah. um, Nigerian writer. So you can imagine these two very super. Big black women yes that everybody loves yeah both white women and black women yes so yeah we'll get on to that <laughs> so, so first of all let's let's take it back a step like yeah. jay so we we i don't know who someone dropped it in the group chat i already knew about it yes yeah, so someone sent it to me before the yeah. group chat yeah but oh some, i dropped it in the group chat maybe it yeah. was you because yeah. you like to chuck things in there every now and then mm-hmm. so got chucked in a group chat everybody was like we want to go yeah so of course yeah we want to go mm-hmm. so we all kind of like discussed different tactics basically the consensus was there was you, only one tactic if you get tickets yeah get as many as you can no, you could only get two tickets no but if you get tickets share yeah, someone yeah. will go because yeah, even yeah. me i was like i'm gonna get my ticket mm-hmm. i'll worry about who i'm going with later yeah, because yeah. finding someone to go with is not, not gonna be the problem exactly fine yeah so all had our tactics mm-hmm. Now, South Bank, for those that are members... Yeah, so if you were a member, mm. you could buy your tickets before the, yeah. the tickets went on sale to the public. So there was a pre-sale. There was a pre-sale for members only. Right. So people did become members yes. for that. Yeah. And I think they had a bigger chance. Yes. Um, for well, sure. Well, I honestly think all the tickets were gone in the pre-sale. Because mm. what I heard was is that their membership, right? So that um, that year membership, I think it's like how much is it? Seventy five pounds a yeah. year. Yeah, that went up exponentially. Right. Okay. And I'm gonna be honest, the people that were buying it were middle class white women mm. that were like, "Oh, Michelle Obama's coming." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know if they were too fussed about Chiamanda. I don't know. 
I think no. I think she's also a big draw. Do you think she's a big draw? Women. Okay, fine. So they were just like, yeah, I'm into that, Mm -hmm. and I just feel like a lot of I don't know because I was thinking about like how would they have made it so that black women could attend yeah but i do think that they could have maybe partnered with some of those organizations so like i think of like on um instagram and twitter there's like black girls book club mm-hmm. there's the guys behind girl fest yeah um even um shout out london who are like a podcast platform focusing on um people of color yeah to help you know disseminate some tickets through those channels right right to yes. support like an audience yeah. that is not well so be... to make it culturally diverse because the problem yeah. we have with a lot of these cultural institutions is that they're not culturally diverse no. i go to the theater a lot yeah and i'll sit in there and i'll i'm i can count the number of black people yeah. in the theater and so that's all these just, spaces and that's you know? even for so-called black productions absolutely Exactly. Because I went yeah. to go and see that um, play, um, 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 Baba... Um, oh, Baba Segi's Wives. Yeah. yeah. And I would say that's the first production that I've been mm. to where it was predominantly, like, black audience. Because it was in Hackney. Yeah, probably, yeah. I think. Yeah, probably. But that was the first time. Yeah. And I've been Same. to, like, different black mm. productions and you still find that you're in the minority. Yeah. But that was the first time that it was like, yeah, there was a lot of black mm-hmm. people in there, majority. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we didn't get tickets. No. I So, when it went on sale for, for the public, yeah, apparently sales started at 10. But that was actually incorrect. Sales, st- well, sales didn't, st- well, sales started at 10, but you had to be online from 8 o'clock in the morning. Right. To so, get to join the queue. So, you know what? I was actually away. I was on a work trip. Mm-hmm. So I was in, so I was at a, um, a conference mm. um, in Europe. <laughs> and um, basically, I was, I was at the conference and I was like, guys, um, I've got um, a call that I need to jump on yeah. for 10 o'clock. I need to do some prep. So I put on my best professional voice. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to step out the conference for f- just for a few minutes. I'll be right back. I'm um, just got to take this important Skype call. Um, yeah, great. Everyone was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. If you yeah. want a quiet place, I was like, you know, take one of the meetings. They even showed you the room. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. So I propped up my laptop you know ready i was like logged on to the mm. i logged on about like i would say like uk time probably like nine f- no probably around like close to nine because mm. i was like let me just make sure i got the website loaded that you logged everything, in and everything, everything. Yeah. and yeah i think my experience was similar to everybody else's yeah. i was twenty thousand. Like, i was like something. number 20, like before eight thousand or something yeah. in the at queue least, at least you were eight thousand there were twenty thousand <laughs> over twenty thousand yeah. people before me so there was no chance, but I know two people who got tickets. Oh, great. So I do know some people. Who great. Black women <laughs> as well, women of colour who got tickets. Well, I'm I'm glad for them. Yeah. And I do hope that it's, I know, well, I know it's going to be an amazing event, mm-hmm. but I do think we need to think about, because I think about like who's brought them over, yeah. who's organised the mm-hmm. event. We need to ourselves do more things like this. Yeah, yeah. I remember back in the day, you know, like in like the nineties in London, a lot of like the American hip hop artists were mm-hmm. brought over by like black promoters. Yeah, yeah. And so you got people like I don't even know, like um, Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, Salt and Pepper. Yeah, yeah, and also like that's Eric B and Rakim and stuff. Yeah, like that. and they were brought over by black promoters. Yeah. So I think we need to be doing mm-hmm. that. 
you know, do it for ourselves. Well, because they're both of them are very high profile. Yes, that is true. Um, so I think they should have had a bigger venue. And then someone in our in our group chat mentioned they should actually stream it. Yeah, live stream it. You I know. think are they I think, going to? I don't know. I heard rumors that I think it was oh, going to okay. be some kind of live cast or something. Yeah, but I think they should definitely do that because yeah. that's they're just two women that people want to, yeah. especially women, women of color, want to hear from. Definitely, know. definitely. So, um, what was the other thing I was going to say about that? So Michelle Obama. Yeah, what do you think of the PDF of the book going round? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I used to work in publishing, so I'm so, just like... So so basically, oh. someone someone online has basically, I don't know, somehow gone got, got like a whole PDF document, yeah. all how many hundreds of pages of yeah. it, because someone dropped it in the group chat, and I someone honestly... Someone sent it to me as well. ...didn't know what it was. I just yeah. thought it was like her article. Oh, so right. I was like, yeah. what is this big file that I'm not going to download to <laughs> my phone? Yeah. So I kind of just left it. Mm-hmm. And then when I went back and looked, I was like, no, that's not the whole book. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be the whole Surely. book. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So... Okay, you work in publishing, so mm. what do you think about it? Well, I just think if we're going to support authors, let's, mm-hmm. let's buy the book. Yeah. Let's not download it for free. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm not saying I've never downloaded a book for free. I, <laughs> I have. <right? laughs> wow, but it's, it's, it's it was, coming out now. <laughs> but it was, what was that book about? I think it was, it was probably some dating book. And I was like, yeah, I'll download that, whatever, you know. But this, I mean, I feel like there's certain things See, that we should I, be supporting. I feel like that about music and right. films. Yeah. I don't illegally stream um, uh, music mm. or films. I'll, I mean, I've got free Spotify, so I'll mm. stream music there, but yeah. it's through Spotify. Yeah. Um, gone are the days of downloading stuff through LimeWire. Oh, I remember that. Do you yeah. remember iMesh? I remember that. No, I mainly yeah. use, like, LimeWire. I used to use iMesh. Yeah. And, like, this... Um, one of my boyfriends, um, he used to like making like CDs and stuff. Oh, yeah, I was, that's cute. But um, mixtape, <laughs> yeah, you don't really get those anymore. No. Um. Oh. So yeah, I don't. I honestly, if we're gonna support something, mm-hmm. I think you have to support it. So yeah. I, as a, when I realised it was the whole book, I was yeah. just like, well, I'm not gonna download that. If I want to mm. read it, I'll go and buy the same. Book. That's what I thought. Yeah. So you know, like um. The, um, I don't know if you've seen that book, Slaying Your Lane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to just buy the book. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, well, yeah. I, I I, just... Oh, so I, I'm a very library mm. library book person. I borrow books from the library. If I don't want to buy it, I'll borrow it from the library. Yeah, exactly. You know, just instead of just getting a PDF. And then... It's I weird. I like stuff on my screen on my mobile phone. No, and also, like, a bit, you're going to read the book on your phone? Like, yeah, it's weird. it is. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think we need to introduce some, like, group chat rules. Like... <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Because some people are actually going to download it and it's going to yeah. be useful for them. So yeah. Just, I guess, different different opinions. Yeah. That. And also, like, a book like that, I think I'm, I'm really into, like, printed literature. Yes. And I really yeah. like the idea of, like, holding a book. The physical book. Smelling it, mm. the smell, and also mm. just the, also the act of lending books to other people, mm. passing on that knowledge, yeah. those stories. It's a dying art, Mo. It's a dying Seriously, art. Seriously, <laughs> it is. You know, like, at my gym, it's so random. Yeah. They have, like, a shelf where you can just, like, leave books and also pick up, like, free books that mm. people don't want anymore. 
and I use it. It's nice. Like I put yeah. books there. I take books from there. I really like the feeling of like and it's community building. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, rant over. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> So Jay, as it's our anniversary two yeah. years, um, a lot of people have asked us like um, how to get into podcasting, basically. Right. Okay. And I remember like um, saying to you like over two years ago, saying, mm. "Oh yeah, I really want to do a podcast. Mm. Like, do you want to do it with me?" You was like, "Yeah, sure." And then then having to like work out what how to actually how do to it. How to do it, yeah. Yeah. So I thought we would just spend like just a few minutes just maybe just saying some of our podcasting tips. Mm. So you go first. Yes, I guess I think one of the best resources is online, right? Mm. I think that was where we pretty much started. Um I think one of my tips would be probably prepare what you want to talk about yes beforehand so don't just come and be like okay yeah so what are we going to talk about today but then don't you think it's also there's prepare but don't prepare too much yeah yes yeah because yeah. i think we had episodes where we literally like had it like minute by minute kind mm. of like all the sections like set out so yeah. if you listen to our first episode it's very Welcome very structured. to Colour Out the Box. Yeah, like we're reading <laughs> yeah. from a script. Yeah, yeah, like it felt quite a little bit wooden, mm-hmm. whereas versus other episodes where we're like, uh, uh, like <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like empty air. And yeah. to be fair, we still have like those kind of moments. Yeah, again. but it was just sort of natural, you know, just yeah. natural um, breaks in a conversation that you would have anyways, right? Yeah. So I think, yeah, definitely have have some topics that you want to discuss yeah. maybe don't discuss it beforehand so yes. leave the conversation for when yes you're you're live so yeah. that's a really good actually point um one of the things that we kind of worked out early mm. on is that we'll we'll talk about okay this is what we want to talk mm-hmm. about then we'll talk about it yes yeah and then when it comes to recording we're just like um, yeah yeah i'm thinking i've heard this before yeah because we've gone through it so it's not a natural conversation Mm. so sometimes like um you'll call me up and Mm. i'll be like and you'll be like oh yeah we should talk about this and then you start talking about it i'm like no no no, save it for the pod (laughs) and even when i'm like setting up the equipment uh, you'll be talking to me i was like stop talking to me yeah (laughs) (laughs) this save it for the pod so it's not like we can't have normal conversations yeah literally i'll just be like oh and then sometimes we'll have a really good conversation like Mm. offline yeah like oh we should have recorded that but it's one of those things i don't think you can duplicate no no you can't duplicate a natural conversation exactly exactly. it just doesn't work you just have to wait for the moment so that that's i guess that's a good tip like those two things have have the topics you want to talk about yeah and then don't discuss it beforehand just leave it for when you're live so that it's fresh and it flows naturally and also i think sometimes it's good with that not to share your opinions on things Mm. so there's been times where I have said things mm. and you've been like, what? Yeah, I've been surprised. Yeah. I've really been surprised. Like I'm, the, I think the one that comes to mind very quickly is the 
what's mine is what's my no oh. what, what's his is mine <laughs> yeah what's mine is mine and what's his like, is mine really mine yeah and yeah. and that's the thing you didn't know and yeah. then even in our first episode you talked about your upbringing mm. and there was things that i actually didn't know yeah that i didn't know i don't think i knew you went to boarding school mm. until we had that conversation that's, so yeah maybe me listening i was genuinely just like listening to your stories because yeah. i was just like wow i've never heard this before mm. so i would say that one of my tips is to decide um what is going to differentiate your podcast from the many that are out there that's true that's a very good point i'm gonna be really honest we've kind of gone through like an evolution yeah of we've kind of like you know are we doing pop culture are we not are we doing um you know relationship advice Mm. so it's kind of like and i don't think you get you get that answer straight away i think you have to try things yeah but i always think like if you're if you listen to a lot of other podcasts which i do yeah i always think why would someone listen to mine yeah why would they care yeah what's different yeah Mm. and if you would and i always say to people if you wouldn't listen to it why would you think someone else would no exactly because i listen back to our episodes yeah yeah same oh i listen as it's coming out i listen as well yeah like as i would you know yeah because i edit so you often hear it for the first time with everyone else (laughs) so you're like oh okay and then because I edit it, I do get sometimes a bit sick of the episode. So mm. I listen normally a few weeks later. Okay. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what we talked about. Mm. So, yeah. Um, My final tip is, is actually, it doesn't have to be too expensive. Right, yeah. So um, in terms of like microphones and, you know, you can go as expensive as you like to go. Yeah. But also I listen to podcasts that literally people record on their phone. Mm. so um i listened to this guy he's a comedian griff and it's literally him by himself just yeah. talking on his iphone <laughs> and when i first listened to it i was like uh <laughs> but it works mm. um and there's platforms like anchor that allow you to record for free yeah. and upload into like apple and spotify it's all free yeah so, and you're quite, you're quite well you're the master at the tech the techie <laughs> stuff <laughs> I'm the master of Googling. I have no clue. (laughs) I do a lot of Googles. Yeah. But yeah, so I would say that that's one of the things that I really like about podcasts is that it has kind of opened up the playing field to like other like black voices. It's democratic, isn't it? Yeah. In its purest form where your voice is going to be out there. Yeah. And that's, you know, there's a platform for it or there's a tool that you can use to let that voice come out and exactly and, and it's unedited to unedited, a point yeah um i mean you can't put out you know ridiculously mm. like you know i don't know terroristic threats or something no. like that no, no you can't do that but pretty much it's like an open <laughs> forum like yeah. i listen to some pods and you know i don't agree with everything yeah, they say exactly, but yeah. it's their opinions yes, it's their voice yes. so and at the moment you know, which I'm sure things will probably change in the future. Mm. It is pretty much a space that we control ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, one of one of our um, listeners have asked like um, why we got into podcasting. podcasting? Ah, so Jay, do you want to go first? Well, I well, it was it was so your it was idea. Me telling you, like, you need to do this with me. Well, yeah, you brought the idea, and you were like oh, wouldn't this be fun? Wouldn't this be interesting? Yeah. And I thought, 
oh yeah, I've never thought about that. And I was like, oh, podcast, yes. I've, I've listened to a few, but I've never really got into it. So I think you really brought the idea home and sort of said, I think it would be cool to do this. And I liked the angle of, it was, you know, it was going to be black women's voices exactly. talking about things that um, that impact our lives yeah, that's and, and, how, and how we're just navigating the spaces um, that and we work in, that we live in, that we play in and all that And to stuff. be clear, we never pretend that we have all the answers because no, we don't. No, no, I think there's been episodes where we've, we've said, we've asked people and said, yeah, if you know the answer, yeah. let us know. <laughs> let us we, know. We, we have no clue. Yeah. Um, I think that was more specifically mm. like, where's all the single black men? Yeah. <laughs> and we're still waiting I'm for still that I'm still waiting. Answer. I check the email every day, <laughs> just in case someone's like, you know, sent the location. <laughs> Follow this link. <laughs> That's the way to get my money. Just send me yeah. link. <laughs> single edge black men click here I'll be like yes of course <laughs> and it's some dodgy website <laughs> but yeah like um, mm. I think we don't pretend to be experts or anything like that no. it is literally just our how... experience in, in life yeah and that, a conversation so, yeah I think that's why we started but I guess why did you have the idea well basically I was at a time where I was walking to work and mm. I was listening to a lot of podcasts yeah you were because you've you've been listening to podcasts yeah, for a while like loads mm. and I really enjoyed what was out there but I kind of found that there was a space mm. and I'd probably say that space was for the black British woman yeah who's not who's not like in her 20s or anything like that who's mm. in her 30s going to 40s mm. and kind of like you said talking about things that are relevant to that to to our demographic yeah and i was struggling to find there are pods now mm -hmm. but i was struggling to find one that kind of fit that role like there was loads of like great comedy ones mm. storytelling ones young ones where it featured young people young millennials not to say we're old, I'm saying like we're making us sound like we're grandmas or something. But we're not, ex we're, I think we're on the edge of the millennials. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like, yeah, at our age, we yeah. are thinking about like, you know, fertility. We are thinking mm. about should we freeze our eggs? We are thinking, we're, we probably have a mortgage. Yes. Those kind of things yeah. is a little bit different to maybe someone that's maybe just out of uni. Mm in entering the workplace like whereas me and you we've been in the workplace for like over 10 years yeah, now yeah so how we see things is very different mm -hmm. so that's one of the reasons why i thought you know what let's do something yes and we yeah. had great conversations between us yes, anyway yeah, yeah so i was like why not record those conversations yeah, yeah. and our first episode it was a little bit like cringe yeah. but it's one of our most popular episodes people still go back well, and listen I think to it, it it was a great introductory episode because it actually in yeah i mean we knew each other for a while yes but it's it was almost like a reintroduction for both yeah. of us of both of our stories right yes, yeah you know the origin story the origin story yes. like the x-men like the x-men <laughs> it was the prequel that was it, it, was, it was the origin story, origin story of mo and jay yeah so go and listen mm. i think it's called um black, uh, black british and african yes so yeah, yeah if you haven't go and listen to it yeah um right so podcasting mistakes mm. now we have made some yes so don't eat or chew on the mic yeah <laughs> that's a, a classic one yes um also lost episodes 
so I think I've done it with you where we record yeah and, it, and then the recording some, somehow reason, just, just drops it just disappeared yeah and literally it'll be like such a good conversation yeah. and it's gone yeah yeah so and we just have to just start it open well we couldn't sometimes these conversations you can't even start them again no you just have not, to just just you that's just, it yeah You've it's not the it. same things you're saying anymore maybe your mind you know your opinion has changed in those exactly. like 10 minutes so so um i think i did an episode with um guy jay yeah so um this is when someone was covering for you mm. and he came and we recorded and i was like that's a great episode i went to my computer only one of the mics was recording oh no so i was like i was sweating oh, <laughs> I was like, so stressful i literally just was like what do i do so we had to just re-record the whole episode but like yeah. you were saying just with different content yeah and i still listen to that old episode because you can mm. kind of hear him in the background and right. i'm still like oh my good. god that was such a good, good episode content. but you know yeah. it's, it's been lost to the to the podcasting gods <laughs> so i mean one of the mistakes we made and we corrected it quite quickly was we were quite like we were quite wooden about yes. it about the com- about speaking <laughs> yeah. it's like yes and i'll be like, like going could- in, going into the mic like yes i can speak <laughs> i've just said something like <laughs> and even on like our earlier episodes you can hear me going hmm because mm. mm. <laughs> when i first heard it i was like what is that noise oh that's me <laughs> in the background and yeah. um, just making noises but yeah so i so remember rookie rookie mistakes i remember yeah. one Beginner's episode mistakes. we were really like wooden to the yeah. point where even we were like uh this is actually this awful is terrible so i we, can't listen to so this so i said let's stand up so we went into yeah, the kitchen yes. and i think it's when we spoke about like we talked about insecure like season one or season mm. two and um 30 40 and 30 yeah yeah yeah. and And we had to do these exercises yeah so it was like um, doing like we're shaking ourselves and like you know like doing like vocal like exercises going wow 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 (laughs) (laughs) going (laughs) the nigerian vocal exercises the nigerian vocals yeah i had to get those like ah Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny and then literally um but yeah that was like a big mistake mm. just trying to get used to each other yeah. and you know yeah. what i would say is i notice it more when you're not on the pod with me when i have someone else right yeah and if i have someone that has not done a podcast before yeah because it's just me and another person mm. normally they i notice that as soon as you turn the mic on yeah some everyone goes like really stiff so we'll be having an oral conversation. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm recording now. They're like, oh. So <laughs> They're you, like, oh, it, really? <laughs> yeah. So then they start to think about everything they've said. Right, so, yeah. yeah. So I would say, like, you kind of have to, you do have to practice yes. a little bit. Yeah. And not practice saying what you're going to say. Practice talking on the mic, talking yeah, to exactly, each other. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, And I would say, um, oh, gosh, another podcasting mistake. Mm-hmm um oh not being consistent right yeah (laughs) so that's a difficult one yeah because i think you see yeah i think it's a difficult one if you don't have like a production team behind you we don't 
just you know so you because i can see that everyone like just me and jay (laughs) yeah i mean look at oprah's podcast right that's back on every week i mean she's got like you know a team there's a team and then you can see the other ones where people are just doing it from yeah from the backyard or wherever (laughs) well we're currently well we're in the backyard we're in the living room but yeah so you can see the difference there like big brands they've you know they've got that consistency consistency down and then you have obviously people like you and me who are just yeah. doing it like a passion project and, and everything and but you it's know it's a what, bit different you know is i read a tweet i think we talked about it before on the pod where someone said that they have commitment issues with podcasters mm. because it's like you find a great new pod yeah you go and listen back to their yeah. old episodes and then they disappear for like a month yes. with no new episodes yeah. and then show up <laughs> Later, yeah. almost like a wayward father so yeah <laughs> and that and that's how it is and yeah. i do i'm because obviously even this episode there's been a big gap mm. but i would say that's probably like the hardest thing is just like working out schedules schedules yeah um, in between life happening. yeah we both have yeah. full-time jobs mm. in the life yeah um and then, and it's even harder when you have someone like a guest as well. Yes, yeah. To trying to then schedule your time and their time. Yeah. It sometimes it's it's impossible. There's a few people that I'm just like, oh, we just haven't worked it out for mm. them to come on. Um, and then even with like um yourself, Jay. Yeah. I you know started to get like guests like co-hosts every yes, now and yeah, then yeah. just to so we could keep the consistency yeah. going. But I would say that's probably like the hardest it thing. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Okay, Jay, for our anniversary special, Mm. what I did is I put a call out to listeners, past guests, and also looked at our analytics. So I've basically come up with our top three episodes. So our highlights. Yeah. Um, and now this is based on a combination mm-hmm. of um, what we got the most feedback on, yeah. what people listen to the most, and what gets the most repeat listens. Right, okay. So This would be interesting. Yeah, and I haven't actually shared with you what they are. Oh. So I'm going to, this would be a bit of a surprise. You know, like Top of the Pops? Dun, 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 dun. Did you ever watch Top of the Pops? I did, but I don't remember that tune. <laughs> that was a <laughs> fiend tune. Okay, let's move on. So, um, so yeah, so this is like Top of the Pops. So mm-hmm. who is going to have the number one spot? Spot, okay. So, yeah. So, um, Drum roll. Yeah, so three. at three... Mm-hmm. It's insecure and networking in the city. Oh. And so we've got one of our um, listeners actually gave some feedback. Yeah. This is B Jinx of the Me, My Thoughts and Eyes podcast. That's at BJYNX on Twitter and Me, My Thoughts and Eyes. One of my favorite episodes of Color Out the Box has to be uh, number 35, Insecure and Networking in the City, because I found it interesting that. Women also attend networking events with, uh, you know, intent of pulling a little more than just business contacts. I I got a homie that likes to make fun of me because whenever I have someone that I'm going out on a date with and he asks me where I met her, it's always, oh, well, I was at this conference or I was at this networking event. So it's a little reassuring to know that it's it's not just me. And also... What's to, going on? You know, to be honest, when we go to things like that, we have an agenda. I'm not, you know, you're not there 
you want to meet other potential single men, right? Yes. I mean that that's that's that, not my only. It's objective. not. I would. It's you no. Know, it's not your only objective, but I would say it's your main objective. As thirsty as F. so, Jay. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So networking you've been to any networking events recently no i haven't actually <laughs> but i just listened to that and it sounds thirsty as because <laughs> i just said your main objective at networking is to meet eligible single men but i think one of the good things is we put it out there because yeah. we know that's why people go to these yes, don't get me wrong yeah. you go and like chat to people yeah you are there for to make networking business, and stuff but yeah. you know I, I think on that same episode i basically talked about going to a networking event and then showing up and there were just women there and mm. me going oh <laughs> Yeah, hmm. It didn't this stay long. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like networked and then it went. And yeah, everything. exactly. So, yeah. Um, have you recently met any eligible single guys at networking events recently? No. So, actually, networking hasn't, yeah, it just hasn't really been that interesting for me anymore. Ah. So, I've sort of put it on a hiatus at the moment yeah i would say i probably agree with you Mm. because do you not feel especially in london so like there's this whole kind of like black networking circuit yeah there is yeah there's a few events but it's the same people that go to same people all of them yeah so i've literally look at people and i'm like i've seen all these people before yes yeah i've already dismissed who i'm not gonna talk to you want fresh meat (laughs) we need some new people i don't think so like i i'm i'm with you i'm i'm on a Mm. bit of a hiatus a break but you know i think now it's about attending like international type ones like oh is it like in europe like in you know maybe in the states you know okay mix things up a little bit mix it up globally global global networking yeah so i went on a work trip recently and that's what I was saying I was like networking on the international scale that's like taking it another level that's the new levels you know got to level up love got to level level up up. (laughs) (laughs) okay so in at number two Mm -hmm. it's the notorious staycation (laughs) vacation holiday episode where we talked about you know doing staycations here in the uk we talked about and we gave our top tips for you know um you know traveling on like budget airlines and having like hand luggage Mm. um so yeah this was quite a popular episode um and one of our listeners and also i call her the fairy godmother of the timeline, um, Ronke Lawal. Oh, I'm probably okay. saying her surname wrong, so my apologies. She gave her like feedback on yeah. that episode. Congratulations on two years. My favourite episode was the staycation episode. And it was really interesting because it came at a time when I was considering a staycation. And I just loved the way you guys um, defined it. It was different. There was differing definitions. But ultimately, it just came down to finding time for yourself and you know not necessarily having to you know spend lots and lots of money and going to a foreign land to find peace and just discovering and exploring in your local vicinity you can find and so much to do in your local area and there are so many little adventures especially if you live um like i do in a city like london 
I'm constantly, you know, I'm constantly looking for, you know, it's so easy, you get spoiled. So there's lots of stuff to do. And once in a while you realise if you take the time, you can just stay where you are and pretty much have the same experience you would if you were on holiday. Uh, it's just the weather's not always good. So congratulations and well done. But you stayed in a hotel. Yeah, but you were talking about staycation in London. In yeah, that's house. what a staycation is, isn't it? No. I thought staycation was actually you're staying at home, but no. you're on vacation. No, let me look it up. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought otherwise. No, I thought staycation is just like you stay in your in country. In the country. Yeah. I thought it meant staying in your flat okay, and this, having a this, holiday. This is where we've maybe, we've, we've lost in um, <laughs> translation. Staycation. Okay, you carry on. Okay. Yeah, because in that sense, then I've had a staycation. If it's in the UK, then I've done a couple of those, actually. Ah, we are both right. Oh. So, according to it's Google... It's both things. A staycation is a holiday spent in one's home country... Yeah. Or rather rather than abroad, or one's, um, or one's spent at home involving day trips to local attractions... <laughs> Okay, I... Okay, so we're both right. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I So, at the moment, I'm going to have to admit... Right. I'm on a... Your version of a staycation. <laughs> so, I'm off this week. Yeah. And I'm just staying at home. And I'm going to do different stuff around London. That's it. That is a staycation. I don't think it really is. Mm. But, um, yeah. For the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> for the purpose of the pod. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we got a lot of feedback on that one. Especially, mm. you know, stories of trying to beat the EasyJet system by yes. wearing your wardrobe. Yeah, exactly. And I got a lot of comments about the whole travelling who do you travel with? How many people do you yes. travel with in a yeah. group? Because we talked a lot about like um, group um, girls group, trips. Yes, girls trips and how it can so go wrong. Essence Fest is going to come up again next <laughs> ah, year. I need, I need <laughs> What's the latest? Like, is the group does the group chat for Essence Fest still exist? It still exists. exists. Yeah, it's still what's, in what's existence. What's the latest update? Because well, remember, I told you add me back in when you're ready well, to so book. So for me, it was always <laughs> about the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to see what the lineup is so this year. So you're waiting year. for the lineup to be announced. Yeah. And then you're going to, what, reignite? Maybe. But the... because for me, last year's lineup, or oh, this year's lineup was just like the ultimate lineup. Yeah, that's yeah, why. It was, that's when Janet Jackson That was Janet Jackson was lining. So I don't know who's not going to be in the lineup this year. Yeah. But... Okay, well, as I said, add me back in when you're ready to book. <laughs> Keep me posted. <laughs> Will do. So we're now at the number one spot. Jane. Drum roll, should I drum? probably like really loud on the mic yeah. <laughs> um so we have a joint number one. Oh, do we so this is the we had two episodes that received the most feedback mm-hmm. they have the most repeat um plays yeah um and also this these two episodes were actually cited by when i asked like the question like what's your favorite episode this is the one that we got like the most like the, these two episodes yeah now i kind of understand it now because they are quite similar in terms of subject mm-hmm. so um both covered the subject of um basically women having babies later in life yeah um so it was our confessions episode 
Okay, um, which so is that's, quite, that's a recent one. Most, one of our most recent episodes, mm. what was it, episode number 40, let me just look it out, 42, or no, 41. And it was our, um, will I be okay if I never have, if I don't have children, single women and babies episodes, episode number 10. Mm. <laughs> so those are joint number one. Okay. So. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. But I think it's probably the episodes where we were most open. Yeah, quite candid about yeah. about stuff. And there was parts of both of those episodes that I almost kind of like edited out. Right. Because I felt was a bit too personal. Really? Okay. Um, but I left it in and yeah. the feedback that we've gotten from the listeners has been quite good. Everyone's okay. really enjoyed it. So... Um, we have, and so let's cover our confessions episodes. Yeah. So we have um, Stavros from ESM Pod giving his Oh, views. Stavros. Yeah. Hi. Yo, this is Stavros Bus from the Eloquently Saying Nothing podcast. I want to shout out the ladies, Mo and Jay from Color Out the Box podcast. Congratulations on two years in the game. Well done, well done, well done. So proud of you. Every fortnight, we look forward to hearing from you and just get bigger and better as you go along. Uh, highlights of the past two years, I'll say one of the small ones is when you spoke about traveling whilst black, especially as black ladies, that was really an insight. Me as a fellow traveler, I've take, I took some notes. Uh, I know you girls actually like go all over the place a bit more than me, but still there are notes for me to take on board. So when I traveled to some of those places, I, I did take that on board. And one of the major ones was uh, when uh, Mo, I don't think Jay was on that episode, when you spoke about your confessions and things that you may think that you're a bit shy to let out. That was really an insightful episode. Um, Mo, when she got a bit emotional talking about uh, when she felt um, a bit of a ways when her friends had children and she wanted to celebrate, but she felt also, she felt her own heartache at not maybe having a man or having a child as well. I think that was a beautiful episode. It was really insightful and um, I, I, it just shows the real. So keep, keep up that realness, keep up that hard work, keep up, up that great work effort. And uh, yeah, there's another two years. You're our competition, we're gonna smash you, we're gonna smash you. Okay, this is a big confession. Okay. Sometimes I'm jealous about my friends that are pregnant and having a baby. I know it sounds bad, but when like, when one of my friends, like recently she told me that she's having a baby, yeah, I was so happy for her. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a bit emotional. I was so happy for her, but yeah. at the same time, I just was a little bit, a small bit of me was a bit jealous. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel so far away from that. From I think me. that's a normal reaction. And I find myself now that I've, my friends are coming into two groups. Mm. Like those that have got kids and those that are without. Yeah. And slowly I have noticed that I... And it's me, not them. Mm-hmm. I've been moving myself away from the ones that have kids. Really? So like my friend, he's he's got two girls. Mm. And I've only seen them a couple of times, which is mm. terrible. So yeah, so it's one of those you know confessional confession yeah. type things that you don't really want to say out loud you only see it in films yeah we notice you I... know like so that's quite a that episode yeah is, it's, it's such a it's i think it's such a good episode because mm. you have like the real kind of like 
jokey moments where we talked about like you know films yes. and stuff like that yeah yeah and then and then quite serious very real mm. kind of thing and that whole thing of um the whole baby thing it's still even listen to that episode i don't listen to that part even yeah. now i'm getting a bit funny about it i don't i don't like listening to yes, it yes yeah because genuinely that's how i feel yeah but it's hard to hear yeah it's hard mm. to hear and it's hard to say it as yes, well absolutely so um yeah we got and, yeah you know like i said it's a lot of i think a lot of women feel that way yeah but we just don't say it aloud it's especially just, women our age yes where you're in your 30s and yeah you've not had children mm. yet so i think i don't know I think when I was younger, the assumption was, yeah, I'll have kids mm-hmm. when I'm ready. Right, right. No, there was no kind of like thought like uh, it may not be that straightforward. Yeah, but it's just, it's sort of out of your control, mm. you know. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, listening, it's even for me, it's hard to, to listen to as well. Yeah. Because it's quite raw. Yeah. It's very raw. And, and I remember, because when I said it, I, you didn't know what I was going to say. No, that's why I... I so you people was, can hear, it was, it was, <laughs> it was sort of quiet. Yeah. Because I was just taking it in, like, wow. Yeah. That's, that's such a a massive thing, yeah. you know, to say. And it's it's a real emotion. Yeah. That, you know, you just... People don't say it. And I think... Um, going forward i think we'll probably delve a little bit more into this mm-hmm. whole subject because even the whole thing of like egg freezing fertility mm. even like black women's health you know like mm. fibroids and you know how that can lead to infertility yeah exactly. all of that is yeah. like no one really talks about it openly yeah. and we should yeah because you know there's so many of my friends that have maybe like suffered kind of like some kind of health complication mm. through pregnancy or when they're able to get pregnant, mm. all of those kind of things, but you don't want to talk about it. It's like it's almost as, there is a shame, yeah, and there's a taboo about it. Yeah. Especially, I think, like, let's take it from a Nigerian context as yeah. well. You don't talk about those kind of things. Yeah. It's very, you know, just there's all these superstitions as yeah. well and things like that. And like they'll see it as that like maybe you're cursed or there's yes. like someone's done something yeah. on like juju on you. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, and especially as a woman, having children is so much, is t- tied it's to tied, you. It's tied to, yeah, I guess in that, in again, Nigerian context, and probably in the Western context as well, it's tied to your, your gender, mm. isn't it, you know? Well, it's almost kind of like you're not complete. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So... Also, joint number one. Is, oh, what's the next one? Yeah, it's an episode where, um, again, covering the whole baby subject, but this whole episode was dedicated to that. And it's episode number 10. Oh, which episode um, is that? Um, what will I do if I. No, so, um, will I be okay if I never have, have children? Ah, yes. Single women and babies. It's one of our longest that titles. One. That's like a paragraph. <laughs> anyway, um, so we have Alex, who's a former um, guest um, host mm-hmm. on the pod. Oh. And she talks about that episode and what it meant. To okay. Her. Happy two-year anniversary to the ladies of Colour at the Box. Thank you for two years of great chat. Um, you've really brought some really polarising 
discussions to the table and it's great that it's a British black women led podcast so thank you. Um, my favourite episode would be episode 10 which is the will I be okay if I never have children single women and babies episode because it just resonated with me and um, it's a very real and common truth for women, many women all over the world especially in the UK um, and all women of you know shades um, and colours, races, whatever. Um, but black women in particular, being a black woman, I, that's what I, that's my truth that I speak on. Um, we tend to be single for longer or, or in relationships um, later in life. So babies no, may no longer be even an option. So it was a very um, challenging podcast to listen to that episode, but it was also, it was, it was, it was nice kind of hearing it being spoken about. Um, it's a discussion that I think we need to have more of to kind of get rid of rid of the stigma of, you know, not being mothers in the literal sense, but um, also being shaded for it. Um, maybe because we want careers first and then maybe, you know, want to have a family second, but also women not wanting to have babies at all. Um, yeah, it was just a really informative chat and really honest. And that's my favourite episode of Colour Out the Box. I mean, there was many, some of which I was part of, but I couldn't say those, could I? <laughs> and to be honest, um, I looked into egg freezing, really? but not so much, not for that reason, not because kids like mm. children are if if i don't have them then mm. i'm not going to be okay because i think i'm more, more like your friend where right. if it doesn't happen i still yeah. have to continue okay. with life you know yeah. it's not going to be but it's even not that the in end itself, like sorry to you know stop on that mm. point i do think that is still quite a big step to, to say to, to say that but it's reality no, i feel like it's even, so such a realistic thing for me to say but i don't think i can even say it really i don't think i would say it wow so as i mentioned um yeah mm. joint number one spot yeah the episode 10 um it was interesting we had quite differing views yes do yes. you feel that you so we both so I was kind of like very clear in terms of having children is mm. kind of like it's I I sorry I start again mm. definitely want to have children yeah as in I don't see other options mm -hmm. so for you you was quite clear in terms of like you think you'd be okay if you didn't yeah yeah do you think that's still the same or do you think it's yeah changed? absolutely i think it's even it's so even your, your views are the same yeah, yeah they're definitely the same i think it's even more clearer now or just more concrete yeah even now and i think it's it's what alex was saying is something that i agree with as well that the idea of motherhood is 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 I think we, I don't know, I say we, but I think women, society need to see it in not just a biological way, mm. but in actually in that there's mothering in being a sister, in being an auntie, in mm. being a family friend to to children, to children that are in your family, in, mm. your, in your spaces, and to, you know, even just globally as well. There's so many ways you can be a mother that's yeah. not directly biological you can yeah. sponsor a child um there's fostering there's adoption 
See, for me, I think if I, you know, to have my biological child is not the be all the end all. Okay. But definitely to be a mother is. Mm. So whether it be adopted, fostering, that's whatever the route, whatever God thinks that's the route for me, that's fine. But for me, I just don't see myself as not being someone's mum. Yeah. And that's the thing that, and that's why it bothers me so much because I just feel like it should have happened by now. Yeah. Yeah. I should worry about who listens to this podcast because I... Who listens to it? I didn't like... (laughs) (laughs) There's certain things I say and I think uh, certain people might be a little bit like scared. It's honest, but it's honest. And, And you know what? I think we have to be more honest with each other honestly yeah. and even let's go back to dating especially with men we have to be honest yeah yeah definitely you know. and to be fair i'm quite upfront with like any one yeah. that's a potential so if having a child is important to you then that's i think something you, you need to put it. on the table quite definitely. early on and be like look um this is on my i'm getting agenda. i'm getting on with age i want to <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like, my, I'm my, a ripened banana. <laughs> I'm ripened. My ovaries are crying out. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, definitely conversations that should be should be had. Yeah. yeah. And look at, that's Gabrielle Union, who just yeah. had a baby that through was, surrogate. Yeah, and I was, I was genuinely really happy I think for her. We all, everybody I felt was, like it was like collective, like... It was. All black women were just like, oh my God. God. So, because yeah. the thing is, we she has been quite open about her exactly. own personal story yeah. of, um, you know, suffering from like many miscarriages, mm. trying like IVF. And yeah. IVF takes a toll on mm. your body. Yeah. Um, and then not being able to still um, conceive, or, yeah. or well, she was able to conceive. She wasn't able to carry a yeah. child to term. But I think w- with her example, it's it's that example of mothering that she yeah. she was always a mother. Yeah, because even she's, before cause, um, she had the baby, you know, Dwayne she was, Wade has got y- kids. yes, and she he said that look, I'm I'm a mother in in yeah. all sense of the word, you know. Yeah, and now. I, I, I can imagine people I think there was she posted Gabriela posted a tweet of someone saying she didn't she didn't have a pregnancy she had a segregation <laughs> yeah and she I think said, I think there was a lot of people to be fair you know what I think through people and it people, was like it's sur- surrogacy you know what through people yeah. was um, when she released the pictures yeah. on her social media she was wearing like the hus- hospital um like gown, gown. yeah so even when I first saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, she had a baby. And I didn't even know she was pregnant. No, I knew she didn't because I follow her. So Okay, see, I don't yeah. follow her. So when oh, yeah. I saw the picture, I think I saw it in Shade Room or something. Mm. I was just like, oh my God. And then I was like, hold on. Mm, yeah. It doesn't add up. And then, then it was like, oh, it's a surrogate. Mm. And then obviously people not understanding, like when they, <laughs> yeah. she had the baby, yeah. when the surrogate had the baby, they actually tell... so. Mum and baby can bond. Yeah, do that skin to skin contact yes. thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's clearly what they're that doing. That was what's happening exactly. So yeah, so there was a lot mm. of um, confusion. Yeah, but yeah, genuinely, like I, it's almost like I knew, like I felt like I knew yes, her. Yeah, genuinely happy for her. I know. It was kind of, and I feel like it kind of gave hope to quite a few people as well. Yeah, I think the message for me it sent out that we need to go away from this idea of especially today I think because there's so many things like Alex said we're being we're staying single longer we're meeting mm. people a lot later in life so exactly biology 
hasn't really caught up to that yet. No. Right? So we need to think of other ways or we just need to embrace other ways and not put this pressure but on, I, on ourselves. But this, for me, the same way I think it should be okay for a woman to say, I don't see kids in my yeah. future. I, I don't see see that for myself. Mm. I think the same way we shouldn't shame her for that. You shouldn't shame someone for mm. saying, I really want to have children. Because yeah. yeah. I do feel like there's a bit of a, you know, from one extreme to the other, yeah. people kind of judge you either way. That's true. So it's yes. almost kind of like, yeah. you know, if you say it's someone, you know, like, yeah. like, like you said in dating, mm. to say like someone says to you like, oh, you know, what's your expectations? Oh, I'm looking to like settle down and have mm. children. It's like, whoa, whoa, what's, you know, it's too much, it's too mm-hmm. much. But that's what I want. So yes, why wouldn't I say exactly, that? Yeah. You know, the same yeah. way if you didn't see yourself as having children, mm it's fine to say that up front yeah. as well because yeah. you don't want the, the other person to have um, unfair expectations yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting that, yeah that was a very good episode yes lots yeah. lots to like to talk about to talk about in that one yeah and i definitely think we need to like revisit this subject mm. again yeah have a few people on yeah, yeah. I definitely. okay jay um as always, I'm my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Highlight of the week. We still, after two we years, need a jingle after we that. haven't worked out like a jingle. <laughs> we need some, like, I don't know. <laughs> some, yeah. I might add in a sound effect, I don't know, something <laughs> to signify this moment. So, um, for those that are new to the pod, um, highlight of the week is where we, I don't know, highlight or bring a light to something mm-hmm. that's um, either fun or important. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically a highlight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, should I go first? Yeah, do do okay. it. Okay. Um, my highlight of the week is I watched the film Widows. Ah, Steve McQueen's yeah. film. Steve okay. McQueen is director, starring Miss Viola Davis yeah. and Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it at the Everyman Cinema in North London. Have you been mm. there before? Have you been to is one that of the, the one in King's Cross? I've been to an Everyman Cinema. Yeah, with the, with the sofas. Yeah, that's yeah. my first time going. Yeah, and I've never. I actually really enjoyed it. It's the only, so nice. The only thing is, you have to kind of make sure you're not sat too close to the screen. You're right. Um, because the screen is quite small, but um, it was really nice. It's yeah. really comfortable. It's very, it's very civilized. Very adult. Yeah, and they bring food to your like seats oh. as well. Yeah, the oh. menu was a bit limited though. Okay. Can I have, like have a hot dog? Oh, a beef hot dog, or <laughs> there was something. A pizza else. or something. Pizza. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have any chips. Oh, which I thought was strange. But anyway, so yeah, um, the film is actually based upon a 80s TV show, um, okay. which was on ITV, and I think it was written by Linda LaPlante. She's done a lot of like dramas and stuff like that. Right. So um, yeah, I thought the film was really good. Um, had a few twists and turns. I don't want to spoil it because you've not seen it, have no, you? No, I've not seen it. I don't think I will because I'm not a big fan of like action films really it's not really... to, uh, not like to go and see them in the cinema okay. I'll watch them on TV but I wouldn't actually go to the cinema to see it's an action not, film it's, it's not really an action action film it's not like The Rock or you okay. know that kind of thing it's like a thriller right more like a thriller and there's right. a few kind of like twists and turns oh. and like plot twists so and one of the things that Viola she, um, Davis she were, she said about the film was like she one reason why she took the role yeah is that 
she's not being raped or mm. you know abused or something like that okay. it's just a woman taking control of her life yeah um though it has gotten a little bit of criticism oh right okay because again her the person that plays her husband is white yeah Liam Neeson um and because you know how to get away with murder yeah her husband was like white as well yeah yeah so but for me I don't I don't think it applies and I don't really see the criticism I think she's really good in it Um, and I think this because the story is without giving it away Mm. is more focused on the women okay so Liam Neeson even though he's kind of like co- lead he's not really the lead the yeah. leads are the three women because they kind of take stance and right, stage. so okay. it's more of a bit of a girl power type like film. a sisterhood film yeah definitely yeah. it's about women empowerment yeah. definitely i mean i think some criminal activity I, so viola davis she's a great actress but i'm yeah. not a huge fan of her why I'm, I'm just what no, no, just, well, what have you seen her in that she was bad what so I didn't like how to get how to get um, how to get away with my to be I didn't fair like that. it's very niche but yeah. okay fine but no I mean she's, she's a great actress but okay. I'm just not like I think everyone's just like raised she's a really of, good actress she is but she's you don't sound my, convinced but she's not my favourite actress just, um just for not any particular reason, but just she's not one of my favourite actresses. Uh, okay. Well, it's a bit awkward. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, rethinking these last two years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, um, it's a bit controversial because she is very... Have you seen Fences with Denzel no. Washington? Okay, watch yeah. that film. Okay, okay. Then come back. All right. Okay, okay, I will. Okay, um, I guess it's your turn for highlight. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that note, shall we move um, on? <laughs> so my highlight, I, I really love Red Talk, Red Table. Oh, um, Jada P- Red Table Talk, Red Table Talk. Yeah. So I watched the episode with with her and Will Smith. That was so eye opening. Mm. That was so interesting. I had some thoughts about that. I was, but I came away thinking, I still don't know what you two are doing. Is it that do you living separate? You're married, but if you guys see, got I, a boyfriend and a girlfriend... Did you watch the whole episode? Yeah, it was two parts. See, I didn't. I've only seen the clips online. Oh, right, right. So, people thought... Okay, let's just cut to the chase. Are yeah. they swingers or not? They're not swingers. Okay, fine. But, I wasn't... It wasn't clear to me what kind of marriage they have. If it's like an open marriage. If it's like an open marriage or not. Yeah. So, yeah. it's... I mean, they're very new age. Oh, mm. no, like they could, for example, they don't call themselves married. Okay. They're, I think they're life partners, they're best friends. It's very, it's very cute, but okay. it's very different and a bit confusing. See, <laughs> you know what? I was thinking about it recently. Um, you know, Will Smith is from that kind of like era where you didn't really know much about the celebrity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now, like, with, like, social media and Instagram, like, you know, like, you know what they did in the morning, you know how they do their workout, mm. you know what they ate for dinner. Yeah. It's all much open. Whereas someone like a Denzel Washington... We don't know We anything. don't know. Yeah. We don't know what the inside of his house looks Absolutely. like. We don't know, you know, if he wears slippers. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. And we're not going to know. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas... Uh, you know like Will is doing this whole like Instagram thing yeah and then YouTube videos yeah yeah. and Jada's doing like Red Table Mm -hmm. Talk 
controversial, mm-hmm. I think it's too much. I'm oh. I'm, a, I'm a little bit overwhelmed so, by the amount of information. So I've heard with Will Smith that he's doing too much. Yeah, and every a lot of people are like he just needs to. No, don't get me in. wrong, and I don't want to be like like I'm a Will Smith hater because yeah. I appreciate it is very inspirational yeah. and stuff like that. But it's a lot. Uh, yes, yeah, for Will Smith. Yeah, I guess. But I like what Jada's doing now. But even Red Table Talk, I'm like, it's a lot. Because she is revealing a lot. It's a yeah. lot of her personal life. From from people that were very private. Yeah. For them to come. If you really mm, think about it, you didn't really know much about they them. They were very private. There was a lot yeah. of rumours. Exactly. But they, they wouldn't even deny or confirm yeah. rumours. They just kind of just let things go. So that's why for now... But for to, this show, they're really... Like, for example, there's been rumours that they're Scientologists. She did an episode with somebody else, with Leah Romini. Yeah, yeah. And confirmed that... No, they've never been Scientologists. Yeah. yeah. So but they for are, years, they never said anything about it. They never said anything, it. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I do like the show. Yeah. I and mean, we talked about the episode where they had Gabrielle Union yes. on. Yes, yeah, exactly. Talking about happiness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah, it's just become more and more Was interesting. Was there any kind of, like, other gems that you, like, learn from So I like what Will Smith said, that um, there wasn't like a situation in in their house where Jada sweared at him. Oh, okay. And I think I saw a clip of that. And he's just like, he was. He sort of took her to a side and said, you never ever speak to yeah, me like that. Yeah, he kind of like told her he straight. Never, yeah, like he doesn't want to hear it in his house. He doesn't want to hear yeah. it in their relationship. And I really like that because, um, and someone else made a comment that when you use when you swear at someone or just use like the f word and stuff mm. for people it's almost i feel like if they're not if they don't speak that way and you speak yeah. to them that way i feel like it's a real yeah. disrespect yeah i feel like it's just see with swearing it doesn't bother me but it does bother me it bothers and i, me. And I it can bothers understand because like me and you how long we've known each other yeah cool i probably could count on one hand the amount of times i've actually yeah. heard you swear yeah and probably the same vice versa yeah. because I have other words to describe how mm-hmm. I'm feeling. Yeah. So I think I, I agree with you. Like if if for me to be someone that just swears constantly, mm. it wouldn't really work because that's yeah. not what I'm about. But what do you classify as swearing? F word. Okay. Um, I mean, do you want me to say them? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I've, I've, I don't use the F word. See, I probably said the F word when something extreme has yeah, happened. Yeah, I don't use it. But then I to think speak like, to anyone. Um, S-H-I-T is I've said that. No, I think that's a swear word. Is it? I don't even like saying crap. Oh. <laughs> I consider that a swear word. So, Oh, because yeah. when you said, yeah, you, I, I was like, what's she talking about? That I use the swear word. <laughs> I mean, I've heard you swear. I've heard you say like that S H I T. Oh yeah, because I, I use that quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like shit. Let's yes. what I say. Yeah, I'll just yeah. put the parental guidance on the pod. Okay. But yeah, so mm. yeah, it's it's one of those things. But I know I was friends with um, someone who used to swear a lot. Yeah, I remember she was in my house one time, mm. and my mum was there. Yeah, and my brother and sister were there. This is when they were younger. And I was like, you got to start swearing in front of my family kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. she couldn't help herself. Wow. So I was just like, oh, I would never want to be in that kind of situation yes. where I literally can't help it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, we've gone completely off topic. Yeah, yeah. So, so Red Table really Talk was your highlight that of the Will week. Smith said that, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. One last thing about that red table talk um, thing, um, the bit that I kind of didn't like is when he talked about how when he was on a date with someone else, Mm. he knew that Jada was love of his life and everyone was like oh that's such a great story and I'm like that's a bit for his first wife yeah to hear that to like be like oh yeah I knew she was always the one for me but he was never gonna leave her yeah even Mm. if I even if that was the case I just don't think it needs to be said it was quite and then it was weird because Jada didn't know that no because she was like oh no okay sorry no that was a different thing about how yeah. they how he wanted to meet jada initially yeah. and then it was actually sheree his first wife yeah. who came yeah, yeah yeah and then jada didn't know that or something yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah that was quite that's tough to hear it is yeah. hard to hear because even if i'm not with the person but um, yeah but they've got a child together yeah so it's like saying I'm with you, but my true love is yeah. actually somebody. Else. I always knew I, I wasn't. Always knew. I didn't. I wasn't gonna. Mm. So that's kind of like cause at least even if I wasn't to stay with like my husband forever. Yeah, I would like to think that when he entered into the marriage, that it was that your, that your option he, A, your number yeah, one. Yeah, that I was first choice, and yeah. he was in love with me. Mm. Like I think that's one of my biggest fears. Like someone just marrying me just because. Yeah. That's also a fear not, of mine to be second to be, be second choice. Second yeah. choice or you know because yeah. they say like a lot of I don't know if this is true, so guys do correct us. Yeah. That with men it's more just with timing versus being the right person. So, I don't know because a friend of mine, she's had her friend's husband take her to a corner okay. and be like, It was always you. You see, that's disrespectful. It is. So he's it married is. to he's her married. friend. Yeah, yeah. And but he said you was always the one. Yeah. The thing is with that kind of information, what do you want me to do with it? I know. It's stupid. What do you want me to do with it? And what sh- where should I I don't know. Because that's they're awful. still friends. Me and you if you if a guy said that to me, I'm fighting. Yeah. That's it. What would you do? Would you tell your friend? If it was a tight friend, yeah. Gosh, that's if it was say okay me and you we're tight friends yeah so if your husband came to you took me to one side and said you know what mo it should have been you and you you think i'm not going to tell you (laughs) of course i am (laughs) just blow the whole thing because i'm telling you now if it was the other way around Mm, and i find out that you knew and didn't tell me that's when it gets complicated not only do i have to now kill him i have to kill you as well so you know let's keep the body count down <laughs> jay's like nervously oh laughing no, no, literally nervously laughing. but no no seriousness like yeah. i i just feel like you know and then i feel like once i've told you that's for you to decide what you want to do with that yeah, information yeah but the fact that he's come and told me that and my loyalty doesn't relate mm. lie with him also he's disrespectful to to, to me and, and also to my friend yeah, yeah and he's disrespected me and my friend's yeah. friendship as well so. it's funny that story i'll never forget it when she's told me that i was like yeah. wow what are you doing in that situation though <sighs> forget me I actually to don't, kill you. Yeah. <laughs> apart from that apart from being scared for my life i really don't know if because it's, if it's not someone that's tired am i gonna blow something up for for nothing i don't want you don't want to end 
a, a marriage, a family, break up a family over something that... But the only thing I would say with that is it's not you that's blowing it up. Yeah. It's him. Because he, he, didn't, he didn't need to tell you. Because mm. it's, it's one thing him thinking that, yeah. but he's come and verbalised that to you. Yeah. Already he's he's ended his own, like, he's put his own mm. marriage at risk. Because there was no need. Yeah. Gosh, if he, especially if he's one. not going to do anything about it there's yeah. no reason why would he say anything yeah but yeah. if but you like i said because because what if you think about the other situation is your friend finding out that he said something and you knew yeah see that doesn't i can't i couldn't you know yeah that's that friendship gone so for me i would tell i would tell if it was my type friend if it's yeah. like an acquaintance that's then different, yeah. I just keep it moving. Mm. But if it's one of my good friends, then yeah, I'm going to tell them. So, mm. lesson for everyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marry the person you love. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, right, so we've come to the end of our episode. Um, so, Jay, this is just me just giving you a personal message. Okay. To just say thank you so much for being on this podcast journey Aww. with me. I'm getting a bit like, ugh. I don't know, I'm getting really emotional these days. Um, I remember when I actually asked you to say, come do the podcast with me. And um, I asked a few people and yeah. everyone was just like, yeah, yeah, but they never followed through. Mm. And you was the only one that was like, yeah, let's do this. And, you know, even thinking back at it, I'm like, there's no way I could have done this by myself. You know, we learned all our mistakes together. Mm. Listening back to our 42 episodes, I'm just like, uh, we talk a lot of rubbish. <laughs> and I just and I just think <laughs> there's no one else I'd rather speak rubbish to. So, so that's a genuine thank you. I'm looking definitely yeah. <laughs> into Mozart's hands. <laughs> we're holding hands circle of friends oh thank you yeah yeah thank, I mean thank you for taking me on this journey yeah as well. it's been a bit of a journey thank you for asking me for yeah, yeah you opened that door so yeah so too many more coming in 2019 yes. and beyond yes so as I said we've come to the end yeah. um, I would ask our listeners to continue listening for some please of our please do um, no, to this episode. Yes, yes, this episode. Yes. <laughs> um, only because um, we're going to have loads of, we're going to insert like loads of clips from people that submitted what their favourite episode was yeah. and feedback on the show. And just also, I want to say thank you to everyone All that subscribed. All the listeners, yeah. Listen, that shared. Everyone who comments, everyone who yes. even commented just to us directly, yes. gave us ideas and gave us feedback it's so appreciated yeah so we get so i don't think people understand we get so hyped when someone's like yeah. oh i just found your podcast and they yeah. like dm us on instagram mm. it, you know just it's so exciting yeah. so thank you to everyone thank and you to every single person who's listened yes yeah. and even for the you know for the ones that like you know didn't review like there's still time yes <laughs> <laughs> you can do it on um, apple podcast so please do so yeah, please continue to listen because we've inserted all of your listener feedback. So until next time. Yeah, thanks. And here's another two years. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, Nathan here. Wanting to wish Call Out The Box a happy second birthday. And well, I've got to think of some really great moments. You know, after joining in this year, it's been really nice. Great chance for me and 
quite frankly, one of the best things that come to mind in during my time there has been Mo's infamous rant on the Infinity War um, episode in which he talked about how annoyed she was about people going in to watch um, Infinity War and not having a clue about the other movies, which is always an amazing highlight for me <laughs> every time I listen to it. Anyway, happy birthday to Color Out the Box podcast and hopefully we get to do a lot more episodes. So my favorite um, episode... Um, was when Dio and I came on the um, You're Single Until You're Married episode Um, it was just so fun recording with you and you know sharing our experiences and our opinions and relationships it was really cool and it was really fun speaking about Black Panther as well because I'm I'm, I'm a bit of a Marvel head so it was quite it was very nice very very fun I would definitely love to come back again yeah so um Happy anniversary, and thank you for having uh, us. Another favorite episode would have to be 41, uh, Confessions and Unpopular Opinions. Not because Mo said um, Clueless is better than loving basketball. I still can't admit that. But um, just in general, it, it made me think of a lot of different um, unpopular opinions I hold myself in. And uh, I, I enjoyed the conversation with uh mo on twitter about it as well and, and i kind of took some of those into my friends and and uh sparked a, a couple of good debates so thank y'all for the great content and uh you know congratulations on the anniversary this is Omo from haiti Piotos in uh, so our favorite episode of color out the box was episode 38 the one titled summer holidays staycations and overweight baggage i think overall we just enjoyed the light hearted banter that um, you and your co-presenter had um and had had many laughs about your uh shenanigans uh, around organizing group trips um, especially the one where you all went to watch the girls trip movie and and after that everybody was like fired up and said yeah let's go let's go watch let's go see essence let's go to the essence festival um, and then in your mind you were like nope they're never gonna go um, and then you checked in a few weeks later hi this is Tunde would like to wish Kola after the box a happy second birthday I've really enjoyed listening to Mo, Jay, and even the recurring guest star, DJ Impulse, having simple conversations between friends. So, my favorite episode, it must be episode 28, with Mo and DJ Impulse discussing This Is America, Kanye West, and separating the art from the artist uh, it's my favorite because it was the very first episode I, I listened to and since then I've listened to all 42 and I'm looking forward to listening to the next 42 happy birthday and um, just a little bit more about the podcast yeah so call out the box is going to be a buy weekly podcast yeah. <laughs> um not bi-monthly bi-weekly <laughs> and um it's just going to be sort of basically about both of us just 
talking about issues, events. Yeah. Trying to navigate living in London, um, working, um, finances, everything, all of that stuff, all everything in between. Yeah. Um,